God, the story. So what happened? <sighs> Can't talk about it yet. Oh, it's on. Just. Well, I mean, I guess I could start from my perspective. Do you have another perspective? Cause well, <laughs> yeah, his perspective. Oh, what was your perspective? Well, last night I did trivia. Went yeah. well. Stayed there pretty late. Got back. And um, I remember coming in, grabbed some Cheez-Its. I had left some Cheez-Its up on the fridges. And so I grabbed those, and I went into my bed. Opened up the window so I could get some cold air coming in because there's no air movement, and it's kind of hot in here. Yeah. And then I lay, I lie down and uh, ate some Cheez-Its and went to sleep. Normal night. I wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning to my door wide open and Alex going into the bathroom. And I started freaking out because, like, why is my door wide open? Well, I didn't freak out long enough. I was pretty tired. So I just, <laughs> like, you, you gave it an effort. Like, you tried to freak out but yeah, didn't quite make it. Well, okay. It freaked out enough that I got up and I came and made a glass of water. And then I went and shut my door and went to sleep and I was like I'm going to forget that my door was open and that my roommate probably saw me naked in my bed like nothing happened okay I gotcha I gotcha and then I woke up in the afternoon is when I woke up and Alex came out of his room he's like dude dude and this is exactly what I told him when I got up at 5 in the morning to pee I looked and the shower was running and the shower curtain was open. There's a puddle on the floor. And I'm freaking out because I'm thinking Wait, something... Wait, there's a puddle on the floor? There's a puddle on the floor. <laughs> and I'm freaking out because some, I think that something bad happened. And then I look, in, I look in the door and then I go... So, yeah, clearly I thought that something was up. Yeah, no, I, I don't mind... <laughs> So the whole thing about this is I I didn't I don't remember any of that I I, went, I remember going I remember going to sleep so it there's only a few options here there's three options either I was sleepwalking um, the door the front door somebody walked in and fucked with us right or you guys hear that buzzing noise those are ghosts and this fucking place is haunted. I love how you just described that whole thing by like I was getting some Cheez-Its and then like and like you pass out you're like wait did my roommate see me naked? Yeah no he saw me naked. Speaking of altitude um I went I don't know if I told you guys about this but when I hiked Mount Sherman Shoyman 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 A really interesting thing happened when I was in the base of the mountain woke up naked and the shower was on. <laughs> Which is now the proper response to any story. What happened? I woke up naked and the shower was on. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Shotgun Therapy, episode 21. Uh, we can drink now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we're not, we weren't allowed to drink before? This is Jeff, and to my right... Stevie. And of course, holding the laptop in a precarious position so it doesn't destroy the world. To my left... My name is Sisyphus. A.K.A. Alex. Sisyphus the first. Now, can we say that you're the Sisyphister? Well, actually, it's more like Atlas, but I feel like I'm rolling this rock uphill. I've got a team that comes with my trivia. They're called the Twisted Fister. So maybe you could be the Twisted Sisyphister. No, you know exactly what my team name is. Fiskers of Stephen's mom's nail polish? Exactly. 
Yeah. Got it. Whoa. A Why do you, you say know. that? Because My the Fiskers mom, don't make noise. She doesn't use nail polish. Vroom, vroom. vroom. <laughs> mom, what's a Sibian? <laughs> I'm a getting it. I'm a getting it. Well, special night. Uh, it's been a while since we've actually gathered around the old shotgun fireplace, and uh, tonight we are doing a double fisting night, no pun intended, or every pun intended, uh, with Honey Whiskey and uh, Coors Original, celebrating nothing, actually. We're just drinking Honey Whiskey. Yeah, and Coors we're, Original. Uh, we're just celebrating. I, just, I've kind of been in this whole anti-craft brew thing lately. I don't know why, uh, but just recently I've just really wanted light beers. Me too. I've been the same way. Uh, it's it, called Summer, you fools. Oh, yeah, but... No, but I really feel like uh, even like uh, New Belgium came out with a uh, brew recently, and the it, summer it was a summer brew. I think that Hellas was the one. Like Hellas is the one that tastes exactly like Budweiser or like Coors. Is it Hellas? Or are you sure you're not talking about the summer brew? No. Well, there's Hellas and there's Snapshot. Snapshot is the one that actually has taste, and then the other one tastes like I could have bought it from Coors. Wait, are you talking about New Belgium or Breckenridge? Uh, Snapshot New Be- Breckenridge. I don't know. I think they're both New Belgium. Well, I'm pretty sure Breckenridge has like a summer ale. Yeah, well, they all that's have the one. Ales, that's yeah. the one I'm thinking of. Um, Snapshot was the one at New Belgium. I, I did the brewery tour uh, about oh, a, yeah. a little while ago, and they were still serving Snapshot. And uh, they had another one. That I thought Hellas was theirs too, but maybe not. But anyway, the point is that I feel like it's it's like a normal beer summer. We're so like, yeah. I'm beyond hipster at this point. Well, you can't you can't go to the park and foaling. You can't go foaling in the park. Are you trying to make foaling a thing? Foaling is a thing. <laughs> Well, I mean, maybe some people don't know what it is. Should I explain it? Explain foaling. So foaling is, uh, it's, well, it's football and bowling combined. That's what foaling means. Football, bowling, foaling. Foaling. Fusion. Foaling. Football. Not fouling. Bowling. Fusion. Fusion. Football. Bowling. Fusion. Yeah, it's a fusion. It's pretty cool. We take uh, two planks 40 feet apart. Yeah. And then you set up bowling pins like you would for bowling. And then you get uh, two people on each side. That are um, that are on teams, and they throw back and forth until somebody knocks all the pins down. That's it. That's fouling. That's fouling. That's fouling. But you have to hold a beer in your hand the whole time. That's. But it's spelled like fouling, right? No, that would be F O U L I N G. F O W L, I N G. Yeah, well, that's how it's spelled. Fouling. Got it. Okay. So you're at fouling, and what's the beer homonym? It, well, usually it's it's like Fusion. The, it's the lightest of choice. So usually it's something like paper. Okay. A little, little PBR. The paper. You can't drink anything heavy out there. You're in the sun, bro. That's true, and they have been cracking down on like the park laws. Well, Supposedly three, three two, two yeah. that nobody follows. Yeah. I just bought this pitcher of iced tea. <laughs> I anyway. I don't know. I, I've just been kind of like this regular beer mood so far. I guess it's not summer yet, but so far this late spring with all its shitty weather. Yeah, huh. light beers. No I finally started watching Orange Is the New Black. Did you? Oh. Yeah. Um, well done. Kind of weird seeing Kate Mulgrew as like a Russian lady in charge of like she she runs shit. Kind of like she. AKA a Janeway, also a Russian lady in charge. I didn't realize January was kind of a Russian lady, I guess. But she's got the Russian demeanor, very stern. She, she's very... kind of got. Uh, what's the woman from? Um, damn it, Misery. Oh, Kathy Bates. Yeah, she's got the Kathy Bates thing going on. Ah, it's really weird. Really weird. Wait, wait. This is the show about the lesbians, right? It's the show about the female prison. The show about the lesbians. So lesbians. Is, the show Including about the lesbians. lesbians yes, is right. L word. I mean, there's a lot of lesbian it's a female shows because Hollywood has an agenda. Although the main character is a retired lesbian that also played the main character in Atlas Shrugged, which is also strange. Whoa, 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 whoa! 
retired lesbian. She's no longer a lesbian. She's now engaged to Jason. Yeah, ba- why don't you just say ex-lesbian? Sorry, ex-lesbian. Well, that's like you're saying that's like no, 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 no. You can always come out of retirement. I was gonna, no, yeah, but you can't. <laughs> it's like that's like saying like, uh, well, I'm a retired gay. I was getting paid, and now I was like, I want to take a break from getting paid from being gay. Yeah, kind of. So she was a paid lesbian? Again, she was the main character in Atlas Shrugged, so I feel like there's going to be a switch hit kind of thing going on. Atlas Sugared. <laughs> Atlas Sugared. I don't know what that is. Atlas Shrugged? Anne yeah. Rand? The seminal work by Anne Rand I made into a very terrible movie, which is kind of fitting. Everyone urinate on her grave, please. I would. Actually, I... I Man, I you, have you ever read Ayn Rand? Anne Rand, whatever we want to say. Like, I, I kind of want to say yes right now because like I'm the, talking to people that are here. The libertarian me. darling of all the world. Uh, it's okay if you haven't. She's Ron a, Paul. Oh, yeah. Ron Paul's a huge fan. Huge. I saw a BMW in the tech center uh, late last year. They actually had Who is John Galt as a bumper sticker on it. And I just wanted to go pee on the bumper sticker. I know what John uh, Galt is. Good. But do you know John Gout? <laughs> Somehow that's the funniest thing I've heard in a while. <laughs> Uh, so, for for those people that don't know my hatred of Ayn Rand, Ayn Rand, whatever you want to say, uh, Randy, I have a goal to go pee in her grave, uh, as well as that I don't like her so much that I would also go pee on Leonard Peacock's grave, who is the guy who took over all of her estate and works after she died, as well as his daughter's grave after she took over after he died. I want to pee on all three graves. That's one of my goals in life. That's on the bucket list as far as just people I'd like to pee on post-mortem. So who would you guys pee on? Like who's who's the person you would choose to pee on? Oh, you know, like living or dead? Either. Gloria Ooh. Stefan, man. Gloria Stefan. Yes. Good choice. Like wait, 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 wait. When you say piss on, are we talking like golden shower? Like she enjoys it and that's what she wants? No, oh no, 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 no. no. Like no, you no. just feel the need to urinate on a person. Hmm. I would probably pick Thomas Edison. Okay. Why? His grave? Would you pee on his grave right now? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go find it. You killed elephants, motherfucker. Exactly. Got it. Yeah. You fucked over Tesla. Fuck you. Exactly. Here's my urine. Feel the power of my stream of justice. He was racist, sort of. Yeah. Well, well I think I think it's fair to say he was racist. He was a lot of things. The one thing he wasn't was a a genius. He's a genie. He had a nice house in Florida. I've been well, there. Well, he, he was a businessman. John Deere had an awesome house in, in Florida. Did he? Where yeah. did he live at? F- Vizcaya, down in Miami. No shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah, all right. So, yeah, I would piss all over his shit. Even though... He <laughs> 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 make the caca, and then I make the people only caca. Hello, I Thomas would... Edison. Did you poop you? You poop you? I piss on your shit. <laughs> I piss on your shit, motherfucker. <laughs> I made you come here. You come here, caca fucking Thomas Edison's I make a pee pee juice on this poopoo cake. <laughs> Just think about it. that guy. He probably went when he was when he was a kid. He was probably called Timmy. Like who? <laughs> Timmy. It was the year 1912. <laughs> I was here with my buddy Andy Penguino and Thomas Edison. <laughs> Who was a death of the party? You know why? You know why else? Because because Thomas Edison probably since he since he didn't like Nikola Tesla, he probably wasn't a big fan of Mark Twain either. Because you know Nick and Mark they were good friends. They were they were buddies. If they you know were. They, Mark was probably 
Nick's only good friend. On the list of people that I would drink with, even post-mortem, they're both on the list. So, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, I, would. I think there's, like, two categories. One, would you pee on someone's grave post-mortem? Or two, would you have a drink with them post-mortem? Mark Twain, I think we could probably all agree on. Yeah. I would not want to have a drink with Mark Twain. It would ruin me for life. Somehow expected you to be the contrary. Why not, man? No, no, no. I, I think it would be a good time. I think it just ruined me for life. Like, well, no, no. And, that's why you're you're drinking, so you're gonna forget. Yeah, depends on. He's like, got a point. I'm saying that we'd probably go out TPing somebody's house. We're up, Mark. Come on, man. Come on, dead Mark. We're good. We're gonna, dead Mark. We're gonna go pee on Hemingway's grave. <laughs> I dug up Mark Twain's body to go pee on Hemingway. That's a great night. That's fucking awesome, dude. That's almost as good as the time we were gonna steal the Red Baron's plane to go steal the Gram. <laughs> From NIST. <laughs> it's like, alright, let's go steal the original Gram. Speaking of which, they're gonna have to readjust the Gram. Uh they're readjusting the kilogram. Oh yeah. Wait, 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 wait. What? Uh, the kilogram. I'm a hipster. I don't read news. Okay, so what's what's going on is the kilogram, the official kilogram in France, France, um, France. France. French. My no. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um. Anyway, where was I? The, the real kilogram. <laughs> the kilogram. So the kilogram is being readjusted uh, because they uh, they went and did its its cleaning. So can the, we can we just call it the kilo? Yeah, the okay. K. Actually, it's actually called the Grand K. Yes, the Grand K. Like the Grand K. The wizard. Grand K. So every other measurement uh, we've got out there is is usually has some sort of physiological thing that it relates to. So like a second is actually based off a rate of change in degradation of molecules. Um, the kilogram is one of the few metric things out there that is based off a physical object, and it is kept in France inside of a little glass hermetically sealed container. And every once in a while, they got to go officially clean this thing. And they went out and cleaned it. And uh, they, came, they brought it back, and they have to make sure that nothing bad happened to it. So what they do is they take there's, there's official copies made off of that one. And then those are spread to the other countries away from France. And uh, then those, are in turn, have other copies made of them. It's how we get kilogram weights eventually, right? But there's, like, an official one for every country, and then you have the Grand K, which is in France. Mm-hmm. So they went and measured against its, uh, its original copies, so the ones that were made off of it, and it came up light. About the weight of one grain of sugar, light. And uh, they're like, okay, well, something's fucked up here. So they get another one of its copies. And it comes out exactly the same. So the original kilogram has lost weight. This has gone down in the news as uh, something that either a mistake was made while cleaning it, down to, all the way down to, there's a conspiracy that someone's trying to change the kilogram. Okay, so here's the thing about conspiracies, seeing that I am the resident conspiracy theorist. You are the official conspiracy guy. Yeah. I mean, I did write... I used to write for a conspiracy website, and I was on a podcast on a conspiracy website, and I happened to have a guest on this show that was the... the, uh, the guy on the conspiracy. the grand guy of conspiracy the yes. grand conspiracist yes yeah, we and he was GC. also he was also one sugar less weight than before and we right. believe it was taken it's by the French that's, that's why we kicked him off the show got it yeah so yeah there, there's got to be something to benefit there, what where okay one gram okay one gram of one little not even a gram no one little a grain, grain of, sugar's of sugar's weight basically yeah. Not even sand, sugar. What does that, what does that do? I mean, a microgram. So here's here's the messed up thing about this. And great. Who does this benefit? No one. It benefits no one. Well, who the fuck cares? <laughs> because here here's why it's a problem. 
is that the official kilogram is now weighs less. It means that now all the other kilograms are wrong because it is written down that that is the official weight of the kilogram, is this thing, the Grand K. Go ahead and repeat that for me again. Okay, so now that the Grand K's weight has changed, it means yeah. all kilograms are off. Sort of. No. What about kilometers? Kilometers are fine. Doesn't make any sense. Because it's not based off the kilogram. No. So what happens if one day they take a kilometer and they clean it, and it turns out to be a little bit shorter? They, they can't because the the unique thing, there's actually a really great Radio Lab episode that came out a little bit ago on this that, that talks about it for like 26 minutes, so we're not going to cover all that, that area again. But <laughs> the reason why it's, it's strange is that this uniquely is the one thing that is not compared to something else. It is the one thing that comes down to this one object. Very weird. So like kilograms are okay. Seconds are okay. Time is fine. The kilogram is now fucked up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, even in relativistic environments, because altitude does change, uh, altitude just uh, does change uh, relativistic uh, pressure. No altitude. No, I'm with you on altitude. So keep yeah. going. Uh, it it changes relative uh, relativistic uh, time coefficients and all that stuff. Right? right, right. So, what was the altitude in France when that changed? So, so, so here's the thing. It still comes down to it's, it's altitude to altitude is when they remeasured it, right? Yeah. So if the kilogram is up in space, that's still the official kilogram. If it's on the ground, that's still the official kilogram. So whatever nothing, it is in space, that's it. It's whatever space, compares to that. In space, it's a it's mass because there's no weight in space, bro. Hence the relativistic changes due yeah, to gravity. So that that's there's one. There's still the same amount of gravity. So that that's the and issue with the kilogram, and the reason no. why it hasn't been transferred to something else is they've been trying to make an electromagnetic magnetic, uh, weight against it to try and do that, but it's not official. The official is the weight of that thing. Okay. No matter where you put it. No matter where. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Messed up, right? So even if it's at altitude, it's still that thing. So did, when did this happen? Uh, last year. Why? Wow. So we're still, we're still trying to figure this out. It's an official thing. It takes forever. Lots of red tape. Mm. Franz. Thank you, Ness. Uh, yeah, we do that. Blah, 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 blah. I'm too French. <laughs> too French. <laughs> Name the only country with nuclear weapons aimed at itself. France. Correct. Because it's the same equivalent... It's the same equivalent? As dropping a rifle and running away. No, is, actually, this is part of the NATO strategy for a land-based invasion from uh, uh, coming from East Germany. Because everyone will invade France, and they never they never changed it. Everyone wants to invade France. Why would you want to do that? Putin wants France. If there France. was a tank invasion coming in through the plains over the eastern France, the only solution instead of losing manpower would be to launch tactical nuclear weapons on that uh, on that area. Belgium wants France. So, America wants France. They couldn't. They could not. Uh, they could not attrit the amount of tanks coming through the Maginot Line, so to speak. Sometimes in my sleep, I want France. Sometimes in your sleep, you have already taken France, but you cannot take France. Why? Why? Because the nuclear weapons on itself are pointed to itself. The Eiffel Tower will never be yours. I think I did like some sort of Portuguese switch there. I'm not sure. I think you kind of did. I think you went to Nico Montoya. <laughs> you killed my father with West Germany. <laughs> Prepare to die. Prepare to die. Die on the wall, Maginot Line. Yeah, but what what do you, what do you call a, a nuclear weapon that's not tactical? 
Well, that would be either an intermediate or intercontinental ballistic missile. But it's not tactical? Tactical would be something that you apply within a theater of operations. Did you guys uh, see the... So we recently unclassified a document that said that we almost blew up North Carolina in 1961. Did you guys see that? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So we had a a plane fail uh, over North Carolina in 1961 that that had two nuclear payloads on it, uh, bigger than what we dropped on Japan. And uh, they kind of, well, we lucked out, and it was completely luck that we didn't destroy a huge section of the U.S. Uh, One of them armed itself when it hit, but one of the wires screwed up, and it didn't go off. (laughs) And the other one, I guess, had had another fault in it that just didn't didn't ever quite get there. What kind of plane? Good question. I don't remember. But uh, that was fun news this past week. It's like, oh, we almost blew up North Carolina. I feel like I read that years ago. Uh, just got declassified last week. Well, maybe my conspiracy theorist friends were right. It's entirely possible. Uh, most, you know, a lot of conspiracy theorists do get it right. They get like maybe three out of five things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and actually, a lot of times you'll have group one not classified. Group two, not classified. The fact they're related is classified. So sometimes conspiracy theorists will, will get the point A, point B thing, but they don't always get it right, and sometimes they don't get the point C as well. Mm. So that happens quite a bit. Alphabets. Mm-hmm. Back to your original question. The difference between the types of nuclear weapons is based on the amount of payload and also the delivery system, whether or not it has an effective range of X. So if you have a tactical nuclear weapon, the range is actually minimal, meaning that you actually have to be within a very short striking distance. Then you have medium-range ballistic missiles, intercontinental ballistic missiles, which go all the way across to the other side of the globe. The ICBMs. Yes. Mm, those are the ones that go into space. Correct. Or as I like to refer to them all, there's the gelato range, uh, there's the ice cream range, and, and there's the custard range. Custard is uh, the more you know, robust section, bigger sugar crystals, uh, but more deliciousness delivered with the payload. Hey, what's uh, what are the what are the two most common spices in the world? Cumin? No, wait. No. Okay. I'm not going to answer this. We've had this discussion before. No, we haven't. Yeah, parsley. Nope. What? Nutmeg. Corn. No spice. <laughs> Marijuana. <laughs> Llama. <laughs> alpaca. That's a weed, and that's a that's a grain, and alpaca is something that. <laughs> Tiffany, good Tiffany is the most outrageous spice. Come on, guys. <laughs> uh, uh, pepper. Pepper. Got it. Like black pepper or white pepper? It's, okay, well, not to get racist here, but it's definitely the blacks. And cheese. There the Texan went. Mustard seed. Cheese, man. Mustard seed. Uh, okay, fine. Hold on, hold on. Do you think I can make this on the frage? Get it. Nope. Fridge dart fail. <laughs> <laughs> So we almost blew up North Carolina. No yep. pepper involved. Um, other news today: the Redskins lost their treadmark. The treadmark. The treadmark. What do, is that? Is that whenever the Redskin runs, and there's no marks when he runs now? So there's no tread. That means winter lasts for five weeks. <laughs> winter is coming. <laughs> Will you swallow? <laughs> uh, yeah, they lost their trademark. Uh, so how do we? How do we deal? With the Redskins no longer having a trademark, let's start. <laughs> let's start taking over every single possible way. 
we Alex, can monetize this. So, Alex, with the World Cup in play, how does it work that the American Football League, Football. the Redskins, no longer have a trademark? How are they going to compete in the World Cup? Apparently, the Redskins are not going to compare to France, which is always superior to everyone else. So there we were, kicking it into the goal. Redskins at our back. Uh, we couldn't quite make it because the Benjanese were there. Ivory Coast had come to the competition, but twice, twice they had failed. I'm just saying that the government finally came in and said, yeah, that's racist, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Washington Redskins. How the fuck did Washington get the Redskins in the first place? They it's, should be- it's pretty stupid because you got the L.A. Lakers. There's no lakes. <laughs> Like, all the basketball teams are just destined to be fucked up. Like, the yeah. Utah Jazz, no, the you, L.A. Lakers. The New Orleans... Whor- well... New but, Orleans whores, of course. <laughs> it was, so, okay. Damn you whores! <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> the Minnesota Timberwolves. There's no Timberwolves in Minnesota. Or a wild. I mean, it's just because, like, Denver can't sell the Nuggets. It's there's the only no, one that's slightly appropriate. There's that? no Grizzlies in Memphis. Like, all these team names got switched when they switched the geographical location. Where were the Grizzlies from originally? They were from Minnesota, maybe. Somewhere? Minnesota? No. You don't know that. I don't know that. It's like, what, the Minnesota Wild? Like, all right, what the fuck's a wild? What is a wild? They, well, sh- they should have just taken the basketball teams, gave the names to the hockey teams, and gave them new names when they moved. Wait, or you could just not play hockey ever, and that'd be fine. So the Utah Jazz came from New Orleans. It was new, originally the New Orleans Jazz. Right, because Utah had no culture, so they and were like, eh, we'll keep it jazz, because we're not sure what else to call it. we can't dance, because we're all Mormons. We're we can't call dance. it the Utah Badlands. Why don't we call them the Utah Salt? Everybody will love the salt. The Utah, the the Utah, Utah culture. The Utah culturists. The Utah Salt. Welcome to Utah culture. So, and Five. So, yeah. So, these Redskins are no more? No, the Redskins still are. They just can't make money off of putting their symbols on products. They can make money off of putting their symbols on products. Okay, but we can, too. they don't too. have exclusive rights to do that. So, everybody in this room right now can make a bunch of Redskins jerseys and sell them tomorrow, and they have no rights to it whatsoever. That is correct. Now, can we go ahead and, and, and file to have... Can we no, have because the no. government says that it's racist, fools. Yeah, but Man. we can be racist. Man, I'll tell you what. Why is it the Washington, D.C.'s got all this government? Why are we keeping all this government in Washington? You know what? Get your government out of Washington and keep my Redskins in the D.C. area and it'll be fine. Okay. Now, it sounds like you're Texan there. America. Get your southern accent straight. Texas is not the only southern accent. This one's not Texas. Oh, is that is that Georgia? Is Sweet that, land is of mystery. No, no. It's, is that Georgia's South, draw. Is that South Carolina? Actually, I was thinking it's kind of middle... Uh, middle uh, sorry. The Middle East. Small. <laughs> well, oddly enough, that area does have a lot of Middle Eastern names, like oh. Lebanon, uh, Damascus, except for they call it uh, Lebanon. And uh, Lebanon. they also have a town called Dante, but they <laughs> they call it Daint. Man, that was really confusing. <laughs> Man, the first time I went out there, it was crazy. So what, I, what that accent's actually is a very small region, about a 13-mile radius on the eastern side. The I can't remember that shape. But it's, it's funny because they all talk like that. It's down by the holler. You know what? I'm fucked up in hell. <laughs> and uh, they, they actually do have, like, Lebanon, Dante, and I go out there, I'm like, I'd like to go to Lebanon. They all look at me like, what? I'm like, Lebanon? Yes. Lebanon? I was looking for Dante. What? Lebanon? You mean Daint? Yes. Oh, yeah, it's up the holler. <laughs> you know, that sort of shit. Up the holler. Up yes. the holler up that way. Wait, oh, wait. You ain't never seen Daint's Peak? 
<laughs> Thanks, Inferno. <laughs> and every on. time I hear the word taint, I keep thinking taint, and I just can't get out of my head. <laughs> all right, all right. Which, which southern accent do you think is the most effeminate? Louisiana. Louisiana. And how about you, Miss Mister Claustre? I don't know about that. Yeah, okay, I'll go with that. I'll go Louisiana. Louisiana. We'll get we'll get hate mail. It'll be important. Oh my god, we need to <laughs> we need to have T-shirts to say Louisiana. Louisiana. The, most, <laughs> the most effeminate you, Southern accent. Louisiana's girly. <laughs> so, guys, I think since the last time that I've been on the podcast, speaking of, we're, we're talking about the South here, so it's a it's a nice little tangent. I like how you, being from tense, Texas, always feel like you have to defend the rest of the South. Yeah, it's not the Alamo. It's not a lost cause. Easy. Shh. Anyway, say what you're gonna say. Fuck San Antonio, bro. We don't talk about that. Spurred on, buddy. Spurred on. Uh, I so during my uh, my day job, what I do is I find people apartments, right? You get an orchestra. Got it. Day yes. job orchestra. And, day uh, job orchestra. So this guy, he hit me up. He was from uh, Mississippi, I think, and he's from out of nowhere. And he, we, anyway, I tour him around in some apartments. He's like, hey, man, I just need I need a bachelor pad. Like, I mean, you know what I mean, man? Take care of me, bro, because, I mean, uh, that's what I want. I want, like, I want a place to bring back all the girls. I want the pussy. Um, it's got to be conveniently located between all the cab stands and somewhere I can actually just pick people off one at a time. He's like, you know what I mean, man? I, I just want to go to a place where I can just, like, forget about my ex-wife and I can just be there. Like, give me a fucking bachelor pad, man. And I was like, all right, man, got you, bro. So I took him to the first place that it came to mind, which is, like, the highest residential tower in Denver. Right, right. And he ended up leasing there. He's a cool guy. Well, it turns out, I was like, how are you going to prove your income? He's like, well, I'm, I'm a comedian. Well, I mean... Nice, nice. I'm a I'm an atheist comedian, though. I was <laughs> like, what? What does that mean? I don't get it. What do you mean? He's like, yeah. No, I'm an atheist comedian. I got an atheist channel on YouTube. Remember I showed you guys that guy? Yeah! Yeah. 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 I feel like we should have that guy on our podcast. Oh, one dude, day. yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. 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 We should actually probably. What, what's he go by? Uh, his his name is D- Dusty, the Cult of Dusty. The Cult of Dusty. He yeah. was actually he was good. He was funny. Good editing. Oh my really god, good editing. Yeah, he had, he did an amazing job in cutting the eagle in the church. Nice, <laughs> <laughs> right? Just, the like, fact that you're laughing now says good job, man. Right? <laughs> it just it bothers me because he just ye- the yelling bother- and he told me that originally. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of a yeller, man. I just yell. I got it. There's got to be something to it being like an atheist from Mississippi, though. That sort of combination is like the right accent and proper anger level. That when you, I mean, that's one thing Southerners do right. They have that kind of French indignation to their their accent. I actually agree with that. Yeah, like it just when they're when they're indignant, they're indignant. Damn it. <laughs> Indignant yeah. and ignorant. Yeah, I mean, they do pissed off way better than like this Midwestern boy. Like, I just can't do pissed off. I can do authoritative. You, I can do bullshit. You're too laid back for pissed off. I'm from Nebraska. <laughs> like, we if, don't give a fuck. No, no, no. If it takes you 30 seconds to express why you're angry, you're not angry enough. <laughs> That's true. I've, I've been accused by New Yorkers that I talk too fast. No. I don't talk New York fast. No, you don't. No. All I'm going to say is that Portable Chicken supports quality YouTube channels. Portable Chicken is brought to you by Detroit. I'm going to Detroit. Going to face my fears. I'm going to Detroit. I'm going to face my fears. So I think I'm going to Detroit. I'm going to face my fears. Detroit! So, yeah, I'll try to get Dusty here. 
Cool, man. <laughs> for yeah. a, we should for just, a I podcast. Mean, if anything else, just go drink with the guy for a night, right? Oh, my God. We should drink with Dusty. He's and a smoker. Get... He's not a drinker. Cool. All right with that? All right. It's Denver. I'm just saying that we got to get Dusty in here, and then we got to get him to face his fears about Detroit. We got to get a PowerPoint presentation. Right, Dusty, you want to go to Detroit? You know what we should really do is we should bring him in because he's an atheist guy and he's a comedian. We should bring him in here and have him think that we're just going to have him in on our podcast, and we'll tell him it's called Portable Chicken, quote unquote. But really, we'll just like at some point have like a like an intervention and be like, "You need to come to Jesus, Dusty," and like. Have you accepted Jesus as I'm worried about your sinful Satan? ways, Dustin. Have you thought about... <laughs> Excuse me, Dustin. Dustin, I'm concerned about you. I don't think this whole Dusty thing's good for you. I think that you are you should really try and work things out with your wife again. You haven't read the good book, is what I'm thinking. Actually, he's really well-versed, because he was... Of course he is. He's are. intellect. He, no, he's not. No, no. It's because he was actually... He went to Baptist College most... Yeah. Up until recently, it was like a couple of years ago that he was. Anyway, this guy lives in an apartment downtown. Cool, because of YouTube. Yeah, so he he's completely like YouTube independent, right? Like, well, he has a. Uh, he's Oprah he rich. A, he has a no. <laughs> he has a clothing line. I think we need to actually coin a term like YouTube rich. Like that's a whole different thing. It's like I make median level salaries because I put videos up, which is totally cool. Because there's so many. I mean, I'm slightly envious, right? Like. Not like, baby rich, like like uh, you know what what this guy does, and like uh, what the guy from Thug Notes does, and all that. Like that's awesome. That's great. That's amazing. That's like living the dream right now, right? What's the uh, epic meal time? Yeah, epic meal time, dude. Uh, the ladies putting on makeup in their apartments that are you know cash and checks left and right. Yeah, I think I told you about that. Yeah. What about it? That was me that told you about that. Well, I, I just knew it was a thing. Like this whole channel is dedicated to it. There's one I'm walking on high heels. You know, you're nerdist, Rich. Well, my bu- my buddy who is the manager of the or used to be the manager of the apartment complex right here on City Park. Yeah, he had a resident that she makes like thirty thousand dollars a month. Off thirty thousand American? Fucking YouTube. Nice. Yeah. I mean, thirty grand. YouTube. Thirty grand a month. Making putting on makeup on YouTube. Fuck yeah, dude! That's the dream right there. Holy <laughs> shit! We need to manufacture <laughs> testicle makeup. Oh God. I don't know if that's going to be like thirty grand a month, Rich. But I, yeah, I, but I mean, I mean, fucking props to her, right? Like, she's like, I put on makeup. Month? Five grand a month? Would you do testicle makeup for five grand a month? Oh yeah. This is the bat wing. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is how you make the bat wing have anime eyes. <laughs> you know. Five, look, five grand a month. Yeah. How many is that a year? Five grand a month is sixty. We're not talking with. I'm talking. Are we talking take home? No, I'm not no, talking gross. take home. Oh, yeah, no, I, I was going to say, I would suck some dick, but not for that. So, Amazon unveiled a phone today. I uh, am excited about the Amazon phone. I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of creeped out on the level where I think that it feels like Walmart rolled out a phone, but it's Amazon. What do you guys think? Is, is Amazon on the creepy level of Walmart, the I guess, kin- is the question. The well, Kindle no. Fire, baby. Yeah, but I, I don't even own a Kindle for that reason. Is there any sort of Walmart brand product that you think is of quality? Yes. Which Walmart brand product? I. Uh, great value dish soap's amazing. And I also enjoy the cola. They're great value cola. Sam's Choice Cola, fantastic thing. 89 cents. But the Kindle Fire is actually t- has been tested to be a very, very, very beautiful thing. Does, I, doesn't Walmart own. Chipotle? No. No. 
Chipotle did have an investment from McDonald's for several years, but McDonald's pulled out and didn't make a profit on it. I know. <laughs> yeah, they funny. pulled out. But I no, uh, Chipotle is independently, uh, it, it is traded on the stock exchange right now. Good stock to buy, by the way. Um, Chipotle. Chipotle. Hmm. They have a slight increase in uh, cost this year, but only on the beef side, and they're still making up for it in price with other products. That's pretty stupid. They should go back to ostrich. It's way cheaper. Man, also, ostr- they didn't do- ostrich Chipotle is amazing. What? <laughs> right. Yeah, you didn't know about that? Yeah, ostrich Chipotle? Ostrich Chipotle. Yeah, ostrich Chipotle. Oh, my God. Do you know how tasty ostrich is? is no. It? I do it like shark. Amazing. Shark is amazing. I'm willing to try ostrich. You know what my problem with buffalo meat is? It's gamey? No, I love gamey. Okay. I grew up in Texas, bro. We eat venison. Okay. Straight up. Of, yeah. Sounds like kind of raw. I do like deer jerky also. Like that shit raw. Yeah, it's good. Well, it's not really raw. We dehydrate it. Yeah. And it turns into jerky. Deer jerky. My nephew growing up, man, when he was like five, be like, he used to call deer boing boings when he was a little kid. And be like, what do you do with it? He's like, shoot boing boing, make jerky. That's that's <laughs> what he used to say. <laughs> we shoot boing boing, make jerky. Shoot boing boing, make jerky. Anyway, uh, so what do you hate about Buffalo. Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo. Oh, the uh, what do you hate about Buffalo? It's because like people are like, yeah, bro, we gotta get some Buffalo, bro. Why? Because it's good for you. Why is it good for me? Mainly because it doesn't have as much saturated fat in it. And I'm like, whoa. Wait a second. Whoa. Easy. What if I add cheese? It's, le- it's a leaner meat. Fuck off. Not after I add uh, butter and cheese whiz. Right. Hey, don't make fun of my butter and cheese whiz. <laughs> Speaking of butter and cheese whiz. Butter, cheese whiz, fusion. fusion. <laughs> Freeze frame. Fusion. So you so you apparently have an issue with my bulletproof coffee. Right? I have no issues with your bulletproof coffee. He's got huge issues with your bulletproof coffee. I don't have like huge doing... anything. So, yeah, so Alex called me yesterday? Two yes. days ago. Yesterday. Yeah. And he's like, so Steven's drinking I... this thing. It's got like coconut oil. And I'm like, you mean bulletproof coffee? And he's like, I don't know, what's that? Is that like some sort of Tim Ferriss thing or something? Anyway, so, yeah. Yes. So so you come back down off the mountain, and now you're suddenly into Bulletproof Coffee. First of all, explain what Bulletproof Coffee is. First of all, I don't have to explain shit. I didn't just come off this mountain and all of a sudden go, He's all Buddha-like coming down off the mountain. I have seen the light, and it involves butter and coffee. Which, by the way, remind me later to talk about my experience with the devil on the mountain. Cool. Okay. Um, or the serpent. You think that I just came off this mountain and decided... No, no, no. Explain, explain your piece. What's I don't think what, anything. What's the question again? Uh, uh, first of all, explain what Bulletproof Coffee is. Well, bullet, Bulletproof Coffee... Bullet bourbon. Is, uh... Coffee. It's... This guy, this health guy, this health nut guy, made this, this, I, this concoction where you take coffee and then you mix it in with mainly medium-chain triglycerides. Okay. MCTs, as they call it. So put that in English medium. there, Texas. It's basically a type of fat that's easily burned by your body. Your body prefers it. It's the, probably the fat that's after it's taken out of your fat cells, your body burns it most efficiently. So you, when you're, it's all, also, okay, let me just back up. This coffee is, is meant to be drink, drinking. 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 Meant to be drinking in the morning when you ain't had nothing to drink. Or right, eat. it's like a, re- a breakfast replacement. Sort of, except yeah. it's not a replacement. It's just a way while you're fasting and you're not eating anything, and it allows what you go into a sort of ketogenic state or a ketosis, and the medium-chain triglycerides or fatty acids or these fats end up 
going into ketones, which your body, your brain especially, kind of likes a little bit, and your heart. Anyway, the end, of the end result is enhanced fat burning and intense focus. So putting this in English, how do you make your bulletproof coffee in the morning exactly, Stephen? For me, I just take a little bit of that coconut oil. Yeah, yeah. And I just take a little spoonful, put it up in there, my coffee. Mm-hmm. And then I take some of that butter. It mainly supposed to be grass-fed butter. But you didn't get grass-fed butter? Well, they didn't mm-hmm. have none. You just got the old salted butter, didn't it's you? fucking mm-hmm. Denver. There's no grass-fed butter It's here. fucking Denver. Of course there's, there's grass-fed butter here. There's sprouts like we have a street. We have a I'm butcher sorry. down that way that makes his own butter. Believe me, there's grass-fed butter. Okay, maybe that was the wrong statement. I'm lazy, so I went to Sprouts. Just because you don't want to pay 20 bucks a stick. The one fucking place that you would think that would have... No, Sprouts does not have grass-fed butter. They don't even have cold-pressed coconut oil, and how white are we right now? Oh, is that what it's supposed to be, cold-pressed? It's supposed to be cold-pressed. Actually, it's not supposed to be anything except for using their proprietary oil for the bulletproof coffee. But it doesn't matter. Really, honestly, what it comes to... So basically, it's coffee, coconut oil, butter. Sprouts also does not contain portable chickens. In fact, you could do it either with coffee and butter or coconut oil, either one. The whole point is both of them... Produce the same response. You can get better responses from better ingredients, but at the end of the day, you're looking for medium chain triglycerides, medium chain fatty acids. So basically, coconut oil, butter, coffee, Bam. blended fusion you're together. Fusion. You're supposed to blend fusion. It. Supposed to blend it. But I just stir it. In. Doesn't matter. What, what, coffee what blending fusion. Do you do it. It makes it latte-ish. I don't want a latte. That's. Ah. And you're supposed to drink this when you're fasting, right? Yeah. So I, it's basically a slim fast shake for people that don't want to buy a slim fast shake. Except it's not really fa- so, sort of because here think, all right, think fewer about fewer multivitamins, more fat. Like one tablespoon of coconut oil is 150 calories. One tablespoon of probably uh, a stick of butter. One tablespoon of butter is probably the same thing. So if you take one tablespoon and actually bulletproof coffee says it's a 300 two, calorie breakfast. One to three. Okay. So if you do two tablespoons of each, that's 600 calories in your drink. Yep. Of fat, but fusion. So you're really not fasting, but you're taking. So it, it can be a replacement. It's not meant for. The, you're supposed to do it when you're fasting because it, otherwise it doesn't have the same effect. It has nothing to do with the fact that you could be eating too many calories. It has more to do with the fact that you could. You just. It doesn't matter. You're just ruining it. it doesn't have the same effect. Whatever. Because you so I shouldn't. I shouldn't have my bulletproof coffee with the almond joy. Is what you're saying? I mean, you can. Or like four pieces of bread. That's stupid. <laughs> doesn't work that way. <laughs> No, I, I, I Why love. Why don't you dip your donuts? In I, I love that. You know, here you we are. Bulletproof in, dick. In 2014, it's like, what's the new innovation? <laughs> Butter, coconut oil, coffee, fusion. <laughs> Go okay. buy your voodoo donuts. <laughs> I understand that this seems like some kind of fad thing. No, I got you. But it actually makes you. sense scientifically, and there are studies that back this up. And I like it. I, I consider it no dumber than fried coke, so it's fine. I, I'm just gonna say this: I've had I've had bulletproof coffee for Safe two Bear, straight Texas. days, and I've noticed that after I drink a bulletproof coffee, I'm more even keeled than I usually am, which is tweaked out on coffee. Because <laughs> you've got 600 calories on top of caffeine, it's fine. It's like pure fat on top of caffeine. I'm actually happy your, with your it. Your body's like, am how am I gonna burn this? It. Caffeine. Well, it makes sense. From from my perspective, though, I can say this that, and knowing that I think of myself objectively thinking, um, you can see. I mean, it could be a placebo placebo effect. Placebo. That's the only thing. The placebo effect. The placebo. The placebo. Yes. Related to the platypus effect, but the placebo. <laughs> anyway, let's uh let's take a break and drink some more whiskey. Oh, whiskey. 
My name is Whiskey. I go down Portable. the throat and I go with Chicken Fusion. So the U.S. Uh, pulled off a surprise in the World Cup this past week. Against Guinea. <laughs> Meaning that they were playing the World Cup. That was interesting. I did not. I did not expect that at all. I was like, oh my god, I'm drunk on, what day was it? Tuesday. Some guy from Germany posted, he's like, I love how the U.S. gets so behind their soccer team. I can't believe that you guys are, you know, in Germany we just do nothing but criticism. Because like, we have no expectations at all. It's like... It, it's almost like as, as if the Jets were going to win the Super Bowl from day one, you know? It's like, hey, hey, you take that back. The Jets could win the Super Bowl from day one. I think there's just no American identity when it comes to, like, soccer. Like, like oh, yeah, go soccer team. You know, I, I, you know, I disagree with that. I think that there is a soccer identity that is being developed right now. It's not quite to hooligan levels, but then again... What other professional sports are there in, well, in Europe? Well, you know, and you and I know a lot of soccer fans. Uh, I mean, when we talk about MLS people, we have pe- we know a lot of people that have season tickets. We have people that are, are rowdy at the games, people that bother to learn the names of the incoming team and yell at them right to their face. By the way, go Arsenal. Go Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> but but the point is, like, when it comes to like, U.S. soccer, it's still kind of like, oh, oh, yeah, World Cup this year. Who knew? Who Ooh, knew? Hey, uh, employer, boss, I need to take off. I'm gonna take off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The gonna puns. I mean, honestly, I mean, I, do you guys love soccer? I mean, it's growing on me, but I probably like it more than hockey. <laughs> <laughs> and more likely to punch you in the face. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so, so how, how many people are right. watching soccer right now? I have no idea. In the world. Don't know. Viewership, I think it's in the billions. Okay. Sure. As compared to the Soupy Bowl? Right. I mean, the U.S. kind of has its own sports, and we, we have our we have baseball, which we invented here. We have basketball, which we invented here. And we have American football, which... Did we invent that here? I thought we stole that from the Canadians. Uh, that makes sense. I think sense. we did steal it from the Can- Well, we also actually... It's rugby, you know. Ish. It's rugby-ish. Um, but we spend a lot of money on those. And, I mean, honestly, I'm not a sports guy. I, I date someone that likes football. And I'm surprised at how much time those sports can take up. It's like there's no more room. That's it. Like, you have your niche people that watch, like, NHL on top of that. And you have your niche people that watch um, MLS, like Major League Soccer. And then you have, like, the really rogue people that are decided, like, we watched lacrosse. Like, okay. And Denver's got all those teams, so I get it. But that's a lot of time, damn it. You know? Do you want season tickets to all the sports? It's difficult. Yes. And we even have a rugby team, come to think of it. Sweet Jesus, do we have a rugby team? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in Glendale. The are they Raptors? Good? Yeah, the Raptors, I think, isn't it? It's at uh, the... the, the uh, it's called the... Infin- is it Infinity? Infinity, Infinity Park. Park. Yeah. The yeah. Glendale Raptors. Are they actually any decent? I understand they are. But I the would, fact that you're not even sure says something about rugby in America, right? And the fact that we have a professional rugby team is kind of disturbing. <laughs> it's just, okay. Well, hey, we're never going to get a professional cricket team anytime soon. I'm not holding my breath. They'll have their own field, but I would be shocked if we didn't have a cricket team somewhere in town. Yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, we do have uh, Quidditch. We have a Quidditch league. We have I, a skee-ball league. I am all for those being over cricket. And I imagine they're more popular than the cricket league. So. We also have Loader. 
Yeah. And a uh, foaling team. Wait, loader, lo- live action role. Pl- lo- LARPers. LARPers. Lar- LARPing. Lo- loader. LARPing in cosplay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but cosplay. it does not compare to the fling teams that we have out here in Colorado. Oh, no. They don't get. No. Fuckers don't understand. Best fulling ever. Fulling is, is going to take over this fucking city, I'm telling you. You guys don't. You don't know. You don't. Okay. When I walk, when I walk, because we're we're two blocks, we're like two blocks from City Park, the biggest park in Denver. Right. And I've been through there and seen fuckers playing bocce bocce ball. Bocce's popular park. right now. Bocce's really it's popular. It's a gentleman's game. I watched eight games of bocce side by side the other day at the park in Cheeseman. It's a gentleman's game. But I mean, the shit that go that these. Okay, here's here's my rationale of this. Fulling is better than this Kaifak kickball league because of this. Kickball, the reason why these fuckers go to this is because they want to play and drink. They want to drink and compete. Right. But nobody right. really... But for the most part, they're just like... It's the Colorado uh, dream. No, no, no. Uh, Volleyball. Drinking. Kickball has kickball, a sense of drinking. nostalgia to it, unlike fulling at this point. Well, that's why we're going to recreate it. I mean, that, recreate that's it. why we're creating the middle school fulling league. Exactly. That's middle what you got to get them. You got to get them when they're young. Buying equipment for fulling two days a week. They go out fulling. That's how it works. You get the high school fulling team, and then at, at the end of it, you get a college fulling team. We have a basic dream of having a full fulling league fulling no. around town. No fooling around, just fooling professionally, professionally at a middle school level. Hey. Then eventually high school fooling. Fooling in high school will eventually lead to college fooling. Fooling will eventually be recruited straight from high school and skip the college level to professional fooling. And all I got to say is when you get the professional fooling, those $2 million contracts don't pay for themselves, buddy. Those bowling pins are cheap until you find the high school professionals. Then it's difficult. That's all I'm saying. Well, all I'm just saying over there is at the exact pattern that they did for American soccer aka football <laughs> like I feel like we should steal the soccer players early if we're going to compete on the world level like if we're, we're actually going to go to the world cup and we compete. have five Germans we have a German coach and we have five Germans <laughs> to which the German coach has said that America winning the world cup that's statistically improbable <laughs> in a press conference we are playing against Ghana we are playing... I'm actually using a Caribbean accent now. It's like, oh, we are playing against Ghana. We are playing against that's not Germany. Even a, that's not even a Caribbean accent. I, oh, no, that was more the German thing. Um, no, I mean, like, the German guy was, uh, was, was our coach. Our coach was saying that we got the, uh, the first three rounds of quote-unquote death. Yeah, that's actually the correct. The death sentence in the first three, and we, we managed to pull out of the first one. And actually, did you watch the game? Yes, I did. That was the most American that we could possibly play soccer. As in, we had our star player score within like 32 seconds. It was the fifth quickest. Fifth quickest. Ever. 32 seconds. Our star player, which Americans love their star player scoring in 32 seconds, right? Which is also a lot quicker than most American... Wait, sorry. The other way around. (laughs) Hold on. That's how fast it was. And that ambulance is saying our star player also got kicked in the nose. Broke that shit. Broke that shit. He's going to have to wear a guard, possibly, if he's not going to be a man in Brazil. Um, he got his nose broken after he scored at 32 seconds. And also, our other star player gets a muscle extension, gets taken out of the game, and his replacement scores the winning goal. That How much more American is that? That's like Rudy in soccer. That's America. His replacement scored it. He, the, he was the one that did the header. The replacement did, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
And, and actually, the first American replacement to ever score a winning goal in soccer. <laughs> Here comes the replacements. Keanu! Get him! But how much more American is that? Star player scores in 32 seconds, and the replacement wins the game. You know, that is very... That is That's an fucking America. Story. We fuck up until we win, goddammit. Yeah, That's we, fucking America. Yeah, I, and we really did fuck that game up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were dominated, quote-unquote, for like the entire game as far as possession playing skills, whatever else. We won, motherfucker. That's America. Yeah. <laughs> Am I wrong? Yes, I'm they can have it in any color as long as it's black. Henry Ford. They can have our soccer until we're just going to throw a bunch of people at it until we win. Grant. Ulysses S. Grant. Grant. Oh my god, yeah, this is the Ulysses S. Grant version of... Uh... Soccer. And the German coach is like, what the fuck? How did we... Dog, damn it, I'm coaching for America. Nine. <laughs> All we got to do is pull it off two more times. Who else are we play? We're playing Germany, right? No, no, we're playing. We're playing Portugal first. Portugal. And then, uh, then we're going to play Germany. Yeah, well, Portugal's going to win it all, dude. That's perfect. Actually, I, th- I think Portugal. I mean, who knows what's going to happen there? But I feel like there's like there's some sort of like uh, some sort of discovering America joke involved. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Portugal yeah. discovered America. Now America lands one on Portugal, and then like after that, you've got Germany. Which hey, we've already invaded Germany a couple times. Here we go again. Germany divided. <laughs> America finally decided to take on the Germans in South America. That actually <laughs> That's like happen. Indiana Jones 5, but better. How do they How do they determine who's playing whom? You know, FIFA is a mysterious organization that yeah, I'm obviously. sure that we don't really care about, but I know it's crazy and probably corrupt. Yeah. We're not even at the bracket level. Uh, bracketing. <laughs> no, we're still in the qualifying. But America acts Are like... Are we, we, really? Yeah, it's still the group level. Yeah, we're, we're still... But we act like we just won the whole thing, which is perfect. That's also oh. American. America! <laughs> Wait, hold on. But everybody else is still in the group level, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. totally. Oh, okay. you make it sound like... Oh, yeah. well, I, I, actually, this comes back to why I think we hate the World Cup. Yesterday, Brazil played off Mexico. And this is one of those games that's like kind of legendary in soccer. I mean, that's kind of like you know Brazil, who they kind of expect to take it this year. Not just because the refs are in their favor, but because they're actually good. And Mexico, who gives a shit about soccer, was like the North American area that does give a shit about soccer. And is very good at it. And is good at it. And they played off to a score of 0-0, which is totally un-American in scoring. Exactly. There's no, we no won winner. all the scores. Like, even in hockey, you might hate hockey, but at least hockey has a shootout if you tie, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they allow ties in the regular season, but if you're in the championships, no. You play until everyone's dead or there's a score. Well, well, this technically counts as a season. Okay, but even then, they still have a shootout. There's no shootout. There's a shootout. There's no shootout. There's a shootout. No, they play to the 90 minutes plus extra time if necessary, but there's no shootout. Well, Yeah, no, there was ties in... I don't understand the point system. No, no, no. This is still in group uh, group uh, level. There's not. We're not at the bracket level yet. The point is that they don't play for the blood. And then they talk about how good the game was afterwards in 0-0. And I think it's hard for Americans to get into a 0-0 score. I think it's yeah. hard for Americans to get into the flopping. No, this is why I love basketball. Well, basketball has flopping too. Yeah, but Wait, because on. of I the just... force fields on the fucking court, man. Okay. There are force fields there, and they go up and they go down, and I'm sorry. <laughs> Magic hand! I fell! Okay, soccer does that, basketball does that, those are the two sports soccer that do it. Soccer is the worst. Soccer is way worse. I'm, I'm with you on this. The worst. They're like, oh my god, my leg is flopping, and then sometimes they, they usually injure themselves when they're by themselves. You ever notice that in soccer? Yep. Like, except for, like, our star player getting kicked in the head. Like, how? Right. <laughs> and then he still got him played again, which is and he still totally got him played. Yeah. against, I feel like, against every other... Everything else I've seen in soccer, where usually it's like, 
Oh my god, I stepped on a blade of grass. Oh, sprained ankle. Again, American story. That was a fucking American game. This is why I love hockey, because you can slash somebody's hand off, and he's going to brace it while the play is still in effect. And then, and then, and only then, through his own power, skate off the ice to get treatment. And then he goes back out and tries to win the game after hitting somebody in the face. Yeah. It's a less floppy sport, I'll put it that way. If you're flopping in hockey, it's because your tendon's severed. That's how that game works. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Sir flops a lot. Sir flops a lot. So, uh, yeah, a very American game. Uh, We have two more rounds of death, which should be kind of funny. Incredibly funny in the sense that we're going against Portugal. Well, I will say this. Germany, GDP. How much money can we throw at our sports teams in order to get them to be in an international level of competition? Hey, Germany has this thing where they're trying to conserve all their euros right now, so it comes down to they don't are not really willing to spend all the money they've got. They're putting it in savings so they can fuck over Spain and Greece. Oh. Also, Greece isn't facing elimination. Not so greasy, are you? I mean, Germany is... What, what uh, so... Germany's like the rich guy in St. Elmo's fire. Oh my god, you are absolutely <laughs> correct. We are back to this again, St. aren't we? St. Elmo's fire. So, yeah, I mean, it, it comes down to, like, you've got Europe as, like, the characters in St. Elmo's fire. Like, you've got Greece, and you've got Spain. It's kind of like Demi Moore and uh, Rob Lowe. Yep. They're the pretty screw-ups. Mm-hmm. And then you got Germ- What was the guy's name that was, like, the rich dude working for the center? I have no idea. Yes, you do. I don't. I ignore him because I hated him. Grr. Ali Sheedy is my goddess. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the point is, like, he's, like, the one that has all the money, but really he's fucking everybody else. That's Germany. Oh. Yeah. Who's Ali Sheedy? Hmm. France? I yeah. agree with that. Let's go with France. Who's, who's America? America's not in St. Elmo's Fire. No. Um, it takes place America in Washington, D.C. everywhere. Freedom. World Cup. Fuck America. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. So I went to I went camping. I went, I went camping this weekend, this past weekend. Yeah. You were so excited when you said it. You went up to the mountain? Yeah. Well, we went through a lot of mountains. There's a lot of mountains there. You're a mountain. Yeah. It's like a third of the state. Went over probably the coolest pass I've ever been through, which is Wolf Creek. Yeah. Wolf Ooh. Creek Wolf Creek Pass. That shit was cool, man. It was probably the longest pass I've ever I've ever been over. It was really it's nice. Like, how long is this pass? Like five hours in. How long is this pass? <laughs> I don't know. Man. Why, why are you so proud about going? You shouldn't through have a eaten pass. those mushrooms. That there's, took forever. There's a reason why it's called a pass because that's the easiest way through. I'm always like, I'll pass. It's not the easiest. Yeah, I, that's I, I, why it's I, called a pass as opposed to the summit or perhaps a spine. I've always tried planes. Those just always seem easier. Do you like planes? I like planes. I like planes. I like, planes. I like tunnels too. Those are easy. Yeah, tunnels are good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like the Eisenhower. Oh, that one? Yeah, that's good. Did you know, is the Eisenhower the, is the highest elevated tunnel in North America? I don't know. I'll pass. It might be the... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you go up the mountains, and you, you're at Wolf Creek when, Pass. When we went camping in uh, Pagosa, Pagosa Springs. Pagosa Springs. Pagosa. Pagosa. Excuse me. That's where we met the Donaldson and got the robe of Aegis. Yeah, so we go on, we're going, we were, uh, we went, can't, it's... It's funny because I can I can see you, Alex. I can see you through this. I can see you. Yeah, so we go to Pagosa Springs, which is just outside of like Durango ish, and we, we camp for uh, Friday night. 
right on the river. I don't remember the river. But there's some uh, hot springs down there, so we get there and Friday night. It's pretty awesome. Uh, we un- we unpack. I went hiking. Like so the this big ass fucking river was dope with all of its rapids and shit. So there they were. Pagosa Springs. They unpacked. The river it, was dope as shit. It was dope as shit and Dope so, as shit. It was. And we went up down up the riverbank, mainly up, not down. Enarly Riverbank. I went by Never myself. Go down. I went by myself. Went by himself. And I went up and I was hopping along some rocks, doing some rock scrambling and shit on the bank. Hobbity skippy scop. And I was doing some more hopping. Hobbity. And some more no no hip hopping, but I was Kennedy. scrambling. Hobbity skippity scop. And uh as I got about a mile and a half up from campsite There he was. There I was. And I was like, Hey, hey. Whoa, gotta turn around. Whoa. So no, really, I turn around, and I started to come back, and there's these two, so what I do, what, I have this little thing that I like to do when I'm hopping around, is that, I don't, you know how that, remember when you were a kid, and it was like, don't step on a crack, or you break your mama's back? <laughs> exactly. Well, when I'm jumping around on rocks and shit, it's like, I don't step on the sand. So like Hot sand's lava. evil? Yeah, I don't see, it's the lava, yeah. Hot lava. The sand or... The mud is lava, and so I'm like trying to hop from little rock to little rock. Mud is icky. Sand is dead. Dead. So dead. I got to this one, and I was about to head back, and I was like, "Bam! I'm on this rock." All right, I see two other rocks. One's right over here. One's right over there. Which one's closer? Let me analyze. So I was like, "This one or that one? This one or that one?" Holy shit! That is a snake. And snake. Snake. It's a snake. Alright, go tell your story. So anyway, so I <laughs> see this snake and it's big. It's a really big snake sitting around next to that rock and I almost jumped on it and I got really scared so I freaked out. I tried to see what color it was. It was like yellow and black and I thought maybe there was some red there. So I was like, shit. It's either a coral snake or king snake. Which one is it? That's red, exactly. Red and black, venom black, red and yellow, kill a fellow, or is he just trying to avoid the lava too? He might just be trying to avoid the lava. Yeah. I went Coral snake. Coral snakes hate lava. King snakes, unbeknownst to most people, love lava. Fuck also, sh- coral snake at this altitude. Shh. Lava. Actually, they're... Really? No, I don't know. I just made that up. Yeah. <laughs> but there are king snakes. Yep. 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 And so the races. Went back to camp. Got... Would you say that, that snake had red skin? Whoa, I see what you did there. No copyright. Actually, so it turns out the next day when I went back Trademark. to that area, I went rock scrambling again. I went about probably 20, 30 yards up from that same spot. And there I was, rock scrambling again. I took a step and I almost stepped on this motherfucker again. The same one, same exact color scheme. And it, this time I saw it. Wait, I was, was this the same rock or a different rock? The same snake. Same snake, different rock. Different rock. So he totally figured out that part of the lava course was like on level five, and you totally interrupted at level five. Yeah, no, he he was like, "Whoa, Mm-mm. I'm I'm out of here. Uh-huh. I'm leveling up." He leveled up, bro. So there, I was looking at him. He was like probably that big around. Would you say that that was about two and a half inches? That's a pretty big snake, yeah. It's and a girthy snake. Six 
So it was about two and a half inches wide at the biggest, and it was about six foot long, and I could see its head, so I knew it wasn't a viper, so it wasn't a coral. Right. Mm-hmm. But then I didn't know if it was a king snake or what. And I just watched it slither away. Go back to camp, and I told everybody about it, and they're like, so let me get this right, Stephen. You, um, yesterday you went and you were hiking, and you saw a snake that was giant and colorful. And you were by yourself, right? Yes. And then you told somebody, and you guys went back to see if it was there, and it wasn't there anymore, right? Yes. And then now today, you're coming back to us saying that you went back up the same way, went a little bit past, and you saw the same snake? The same exact one? The same snake. Yes. And you were... Who was with you again? Well, uh, the, the snake was, was with me. It was just me and the snake. The snake again. was with me. It was just me and the snake. We were together. So no one believed me that I saw the same snake twice, but I did. Yeah, because the shower was on and you were naked. But the lava's well, like pretty the first, good. Like, so Friday night when we got there, it was pretty cool because uh, we got hammered down in the hot springs. And, and then I went back up and I went to the fire that we spent so much time cutting wood. And I, I personally spent the most time cutting wood. I can't say I spent... Or I can't say that I cut the most wood. But <laughs> I was not chewing on the wood myself. That was the beavers. The beavers are fine. But, I didn't you know. cut the most wood, but I was doing the most. I I did spend the most time cutting wood with a shitty little portable saw. And um, so anyway, I went back up when anyway, I was drunk. Fire's awesome. Also, portable still saw. Fire, yeah. fire is fucking great. Saw? Yeah, we used, we were just it was cool. A hatchet. So I put all the fire or all the wood on the fire. And I don't remember, so the next thing I know, I wake up in the tent at like four in the morning to my alarm going off. I don't know why it was going off four in the morning. You have a lot of like, I woke up, I didn't know. Yeah, well, I was hammered <laughs> off of wine. We, drank- we say as we've like cashed in half a bottle of uh, honey whiskey. Yeah. yeah. Half is not a correct estimate. Okay, a little more than half. Nice. Two yeah. thirds. Good job. So I came back up to the campsite, put some wood on. So I wake up at four in the morning. And I was, I look at Lisa, who's my tent mate, and I was like, all right, I don't remember shit. And she goes, oh, yeah? You don't remember whenever whenever I came up to the campfire after the, the springs and you were dancing around the fire? And I looked at you and I said, why are you dancing? And you said, because I'm trying to fucking dry off. Leave me alone. So apparently I was like doing one of these things, like flailing you things. doing the Hands up in the air. Yeah, like, like you don't care, and I was like shaking my legs and shit. Like the snake stole my pants. What? I was just trying to dry off. Apparently, <laughs> but apparently that's why I put all the fire. I feel like there's like a good allegory between you and the snake facing off in the wilderness, and then and then drying it. off at the fire. You know, I'm pretty sure it's symbolism. I think that we should write the, our own religious text, which is just called the Book of Stephen. <laughs> 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 and lo, he did go into the wilderness and face the snake in the fire. And we should totally just make it like the uh, the book of portable chicken, like, <laughs> like four hundred and fifty pages of like pure Stephen allegory. <laughs> like the holy book of Stephen, he did find the hot lava in the mountains after the Eisenhower Tunnel and Wolf Creek Pass. And then what he did is he saw the snake. The serpent did take his pants, and then Stephen had to dry himself by the fire. At which point in time, lo, the woman next to him did say, Stephen, do you remember drying off by the fire? And Stephen did not. And resurrected three days later with a drunken Stephen. 
Actually. <laughs> and lo, he did wake up in the morning. And in that morning, he did add the coconut oil to the coffee. And in that morning, he did add the butter to the coffee. And in that morning, he did not see the serpent. No, the serpent did not stand by. He did not steal the bulletproof coffee. But he said, this coffee is bulletproof, and therefore I have spoken, because I am the Stephen. And the Stephen did say, the serpent is gone. The serpent is gone. And I have found in my time that the serpent is gone, and the bulletproof coffee has protected me. Protected me from the waves of the sunlight, because you know what on the summit on the summit it is in fact colder despite the fact i am closer to the sun so say the stephen uh, so say the stephen this is the word of the stephen what's well, funny the word of the stephen is true so stephen have we ever talked about the uh, the squirrel emperor before mm, i don't remember squirrels and emperors i think it's about time we brought him in on this one right like uh, so, squirrels squirrels do have like a uh, a monarchy in place. There's a uh, there's people that. Uh, oh, hold on, cheers, cheers, cheers. Bring it in, bring it in. The squirrel love squirrels, squirrels, squirrels. All right, so Alex and I were wandering uh, down through Congress Park a few weeks ago, and uh, we figured out there's actually a squirrel society that's completely been sprung up around Denver. Actually, there or, is a squirrel. There's a squirrel hut, like that one tree that actually. Has, oh, yeah. where the hell was that? Uh, that was on Grant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the squirrel colony. Yeah. Well, there's other sub-squirrel colonies. What? So we figured out that squirrels actually have societies uh, around town. And one that's so important is that there is a squirrel king. There is a squirrel president. There's a squirrel emperor. A squirrel prime minister. Squirrel czar. Squirrel czar. Squirrel horse czar. Um, squirrel dictator. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Sure. And a beach ball. And what we figured did, out... Did you name it Wilson. Also, Squirrel Queen. No, the, the beach ball is just the beach ball. Uh, they don't really want to name it. They feel it would be offensive to the beach ball because beach balls really can't name themselves. They have no mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But the point is that the squirrels, including their citizens, are all equally loyal. So they're all the same. No, they're not all the same. They've got... Totally different. Totally yeah. different. Like, squirrels are totally different than squirrel horses are, who's different than the squirrel prime minister, who's different than the squirrel president, and the squirrel king. Totally different guy. Not related to the squirrel queen. Well, eventually related, but, you know, not, like, recently. But not not out of the circle of realm for the squirrel viceroy. Right. Like, if uh, the squirrel viceroy is about to make a law, the squirrel king must also obey it. And there would totally be a bid for power, except for all the squirrels are equally loyal. Yeah, how did you guys figure this out? Watching squirrels and their society because we're scientists. Does that mean you guys are like train spotters? No, we're squirrel sociologists. Squirrel sociologists. Which is totally no squirrel saucier. Um, but the squirrel saucier is also quite good and equally loyal, of course, to the squirrel king, who is also equally loyal to the squirrel saucier. But is the squirrel dictator equally loyal to the aforementioned squirrels? Yes. Yes. Including the squirrel ombudsman. Absolutely. So, who are the squirrel not those? Well, the squirrel lords are a little different, but again, they're also equally loyal, so they would never think of usurping the squirrels are. Yeah. There is no turnover in the squirrel kingdom. What happens when you know, God forbid... The Squirrel King dies. That has been called into question a few times. At the same point in time, the successor to the Squirrel King would also be appointed at that point in time. And also, 
and also through right of succession, would have to get parliament, the squirrel parliament. Correct, correct. Yeah. And who represents the squirrel parliament? That's kind of the trick, as in the squirrel parliament really is represented by all the squirrels. It's a rotating basis. Yeah, but the point is that anytime anyone makes a bid for power, they always realize that no, they shouldn't because they respect them too much. Equally Equally loyal. loyal. Mm. Even if there's a spot open. Yeah, actually, especially when a spot's open. Because there was one point in time where the squirrels were actually going to bid for the, the open spot, but they felt like the beach ball couldn't speak for itself, so they just decided not to. So let's say that all of the kings and or the king and the czar and all these hierarchy squirrel figures were meeting in their squirrel tribune the squirrel congress sorry the squirrel. also known as a school tribune that's true right, right. thank you equally loyal dick they're also in charge of the squirrel mountain post mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they're all there and then there's you know I don't know you never know sometimes if you have too much loyalty Within a, a certain species, you get uh, infiltration of terrorists. Oh, yeah. That's the odd thing. The squirrel terrorists, this is the best part. They stick up completely for squirrel culture and therefore cannot kill any other squirrels. So what if it's, let's say, somebody has a ferret that gets loose. And there's this. I would assume that a ferret would probably be a terrorist. Let's say it's a, a ferrerist and he um, blows up. The Squirrel Tribune and kills all the leaders. Now what? Right to succession, and then we also got the uh, we also got uh, parliamentary procedure and all that. Really, I think it hinges on one thing: was he friends with the beach ball? Mm. Who is he? The fairest. The beach ball. Well, no, he's he was he was caged. That's why he came out and became a fairest. But it's really difficult. No, we're not talking about the fairest. We're talking about the beach ball. Yeah, the beach ball really can't speak, so it's hard to tell. I mean, they might be friends. So in that case, still, equally loyal. Equally loyal. Equally loyal. All right, so who assumes what roles? It doesn't really matter. (laughs) I presume that the squirrel horse lord would have something to say about it, though. Yeah, but he would have been in there. He would have been in the Tribune. What about the squirrel dragonborn? Hmm... The question is... The game of nuts. (laughs) (laughs) The game of nuts is afoot. Are you the beach ball lords? Possibly. Do you sit upon the the throne of Squirrel? Yes. We'll have to rely on the knowledge of the Squirrel magistrate. Oh dear. Equally loyal judicial branch. So Ghostface Killer has his own set of emojis now. How do we feel about that? I love it. Wait, is he part of the uh, he ghost Ghostface Thriller? Is that his name? Killer. Ghostface Killer. He is no, he's not Killer. It's Killa. Killa. Ghostface Killa. 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 Is he part of the the Wu Tang Clan? Wu Tang Clan. Yes, you actually pronounce it correctly. Shaolin, Staten Island, motherfucker. Motherfucker. Brooklyn Zoo. So, so he's got these. So. All right, explain this. You have emojis, but they're completely ghost face expressions. So you can't see what expression is happening because it's a ghost face. No, no. Ghost face is very expressive after the first Wu-Tang album. Well, actually, ghosts interact with, with their surroundings. No, no, you can't no. see it, it, It's not that he is a ghost. He is ghost face. So you can't see everything except for his face. 
Unless you're too drunk, you eat the Cheez-Its and you leave the shower on. You know what? I'll actually agree with his description based on our personal experience with Ghostface. That's true. We have met I'm Ghostface really Killer before. I'm really some Cheez-Its right now. <laughs> yeah, we have met Ghostface Killer before. So. And he gave us towels. Yeah. And he smoked us out. Yeah. And he... He changed his hoodie in order to disguise himself. <laughs> right? That was so weird, dude. Like, he changed his hoodie. Like, he's like, you won't recognize me. I'm by the... Ah, uh, I'm Ghostface. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how you doing? You, you know, want to have a cigarette? He, uh, he appeared on, Wait, like... Wait, you guys met this guy? Yes, yeah. of course we did. Hold on. You did? Yes. He's, he's a person. He shows up. Ghostface killer? I've got a towel signed by that motherfucker. I threw my towel away and I feel really bad about it. Why did you do I don't that? fucking... I was going through a minimalist phase. Fuck off. Guys, one time I met, uh... I met um, Michael Cera, but yeah. I didn't really meet him. Did you punch him? No. Why didn't you punch him? You didn't him? actually meet him, did you? No. Okay. But I... <laughs> you punched him. We crossed paths and, uh, through an elevator. He was coming out of the elevator. I was going into it. So you got a, sec- you got a second-hand sloppy elevator from Michael Cera? Well, no. It was like later on. I was like, hey, that was Michael Cera. I was like, the McLovin guy? They're like, no. It was the other guy. He was the awkward dude. The turtle yeah. face. But then when we were coming out of the hotel, checking out, he was down there, and he was, like, practicing the script, and they were like, of course, they they would come to me and be like, Steven, Steven, go over there, and, like, just stand there and wait till he looks up to you, and then, and then just go, I'm a big fan, and then walk away. And I was like, no, No, that's man. class, that's not classy. No, it's not, that's why I didn't do it. Yeah, he's not Bill Murray, I mean, he's Scott Pilgrim. I'm just saying that if it was Bill Murray, like, at some point in time you have to do the Alice Cooper, we're not worthy, we're not worthy. William fucking Murray. Portable chicken. Le poulet potable. Viva USL. You know, I noticed something. This whiskey's got legs. And she knows how to use them. Sometimes, when it's quiet at night, I wake up and think, wait a second. Where are those cheese nibs? Why is the shower on? Why is this penguin using all the hot water? He's not from the Galapagos. Viva Ecuador. One time, one time, I just like you'd make paella and share it. <sighs> Sometimes at night I dream of whiskey. Dude, stop, for real. Penguins. You're creeping me out. So after that, I don't have an advice. You almost spilled your shit. No, I was trying to clink glasses, but it didn't really work. Nope. Oh well. Sometimes late at night I dream of pissing off Stephen's mom and. All I can say is Stephen's mom. Sorry. <clears throat> Stephen's mom. Hey, guess what? No one cares about your dreams. It wasn't a dream. But you just said it was a dream. Stephen's mom. Good night. Boom, 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 boom,
in your face so hard didn't you lie why did the night come on me no i won't be afraid no i won't be afraid just as long as you come come on me Click it again. 